1: You're listening to the Eyes on Isles podcast with Matt O'Leary and Mitch Anderson. Hello
0: and welcome to an emergency edition of the Eyes on Isles podcast. Not going to lie to you, it's going to be a real somber episode. I'm Matt O'Leary. I'm joined by a distraught Mitch Anderson. Uh, Mitch, before we get started, I think uh, this is going to be necessary, so I'm going to crack a cold one. I don't know about you. I'm uh, already like eight beers in. Okay, this isn't my first of the day either, but I wanted to do that cracking on there. one for the microphone. So. Yeah. Um. Obviously, if you're listening to this, you know why it's an emergency podcast, why we're doing this. John Tavares is no longer a New York Islander. <sighs> I said this in the article where I wrote, like before it came out that Tavares signed with the Leafs, Wow, that still really hurts so bad to say. I wrote in the first sent. I want to pull it up because I don't want to do a disservice to it. Can I, I vamp, it. can I vamp? Can I vamp while you go?
2: While you yeah. try to find that? Go ahead. So I, I'm also like eight. Like I said, eight beers in. I went to a beer tasting thing this morning, and it. it I found out that he left as I was going through the middle of it, and I just kept popping them in. Uh, I want to apologize on behalf of Canada because we're going to be insufferable for months. Months we're going to be insufferable. Like Toronto was already as a market, hockey market insufferable. Now that Tavares and that the angle of a homeboy will go home is validated, it is just going to make things a whole lot worse from here on in. Whole lot worse. And I apologize sincerely. First it was Celine Dion. and then it was Brian Adams. And then came Justin Bieber, and now it's John Tavares going back home. I sincerely apologize for Canada.
0: Um, While we're on the apologetic train, and I'll get to my sentence in a second, but I want to apologize to my family and my girlfriend for being a complete SOB today. I was not in a good mood at all. I understand this. And I know that an average, or I might even go as far and say normal person wouldn't understand why I feel this way this attachment to a person I've never met in my entire life and why it affects me so much but it does and if you're listening you probably affects you just as much Mm -hmm. but so let me let me read this line okay after nine years and 669 games in a New York Islander sweater John Tavares will no longer be a part of the franchise I've ri- I've written on this website for two years, and that was by far the most difficult sentence I had to type out.
2: That's so like, okay. Uh, how do we want to do? Like, start off like our, our confidence factors going into the the the, the day. So July first, confidence factors were obviously a little low because we knew that the Islanders had lost their advantage of an eighth year. But that doesn't mean he couldn't couldn't have stayed, right? He could have just said, I only want to do seven years. Or I want to even do like a shorter term like that. I want to I wanna go full on LeBron. Give me like four years, and when I'm still in my prime, I want to negotiate another four year deal at max money. That could have happened. And then in comes Toronto. The worst place possible. The worst place. Like I I I would have accepted, I mean not I still would have been sad at San Jose. But the fact that it's Toronto, and maybe this hits me worse than it hits other people, specifically because I'm in Canada, because I'm in Ottawa. So again, I was at a beer tasting thing today, and when the news broke, you should have seen the jubilant, stupid Maple Leaf faces everywhere. I could pick them out in the crowd. You're a Maple Leafs fan. You're a stupid Maple Leafs fan. You could see their face light up with glee as I sat there in despair, drinking my beer. This This is the worst. This is the worst possible place for him to go. You get it so much worse than everyone else. Like, it's bad for us, but I don't even want
0: to imagine being in your shoes, because you're going to have to deal with this on a every single day basis.
2: Do you know what the worst part of is? is? I've never met... The, the, what, I, what I kept hearing was, never met an Islanders fan before. Screw you, Toronto! Screw you and your... Get off of your pedestal! Ugh. Or whatever you want to call it. I was so mad. I've never met an Islanders fan before. Yeah, you're real stupid funny. Those are probably the same stupid people who go in on Monday like, oh, Monday's right? Same
0: <laughs> stupid <laughs> Let people. Let me open. They have a calendar where for each day is a different, <laughs> like, idiom that they have to have to say. So uh, uh, July 2nd, 2018, mark it down. It's going to be... Well, I guess for July 1st, it should have never seen an Islanders fan before. Tomorrow's probably going to be Mondays, huh? Yeah. The third is going to be
2: who knows what, but... Something stupid. Something stupid, because they're stupid. God. So, he's in Toronto. Um, What is the deal? 7 over 77? He's taking $11 million a year. So, obviously, he left money on the table um, to go and play in Toronto. You see, San Jose was offering him $13 million. Yeah, like they, they just wanted to like entice him with money, and clearly money, money, money wasn't going to do it. And in fact, nothing was going to do it. I don't understand what the debate was here, because it seems like this is where he wanted to go the second he started playing hockey. The second he was drafted by the New York Islanders in 2009, first overall, he didn't want to come. He wanted to be in Toronto, day one. And why? Why else would he put out a tweet like six minutes later? And this is John Tavares. John Tavares doesn't tweet. When's the last time you saw him tweet something that wasn't him selling something or him praising his uncle who he's named after? He never,
0: never tweets. Never at, that the picture of him exactly in the Leafs bed that really hurt. This whole process hurt, obviously, but that it's like the the wound is still so fresh.
2: Yeah. And, and then to- here comes the salt.
0: And all day long, it was that too. Between his press conference was very strange. Mm. The quotes were weird. The fact staple tweeting this out, it honestly didn't help me. That apparently, as of last night, it was he was picking between the Islanders and the Leafs. I would almost rather the Islanders be like so far out of it they never had a shot. But since it was between a, essentially a flip
2: of a coin, if you want to get that dumbed down into it but see i don't think it was look i I, i'm writing something now and it's going to go up on the site after this comes out but it's it the title of it is that we knew exactly what who javon javon we knew exactly who john tavares was he's a loyal guy we know that about him and we were dead on that he is is a loyal guy he was just never loyal necessarily to the new york islanders it was always the toronto maple leafs he may have been loyal to them as he was playing for them. He honored his contract and he honored his commitment to them. But the second he did not have to honor that, boom, gone. I have nothing left for you people. He see, Sure, he respects the fans. He respects the team as a respectful human being, as he is. But he has, he's, he's dead. we're dead to him. Done. It was always about the Maple Leafs. That's what it was always about. And that's the worst part. It was always about them. There's, there's nothing we could have done. No, and this completely, I'm glad you brought that up, because this completely
0: tarnishes his legacy as an Islander. He went oh, yeah. from one of the more beloved Islanders, especially if you want to go post-Dynasty era, probably the most important player the Islanders have had post-Dynasty.
2: Uh, well, I, I'd suggest Pierre Turgeon is probably up there. He, he did help them get to the, uh, you know, the Eastern Conference Finals. True. Whereas Tavares has won. And this is something that he said in his thing, in, in his press conference, right? Like I didn't do enough. I should have done more. Yeah, you should have. But its <sighs> we talked about this off air. It's hard to not make him become a heel. It's hard for me not to see him as a bad guy. The more and more I talk about this, the more and more I get upset. And the more and more he becomes a bad guy to me. I don't but, want that to be a thing, but that's what's happening.
0: Exactly. That was what I was going to say. You took the words out of my mouth. I can't. I still can't see Tavares as a bad guy yet. It hurts me so bad. Don't get me wrong. This was I'm I, not being dramatic. This was one of the worst days of my entire life. Uh, it, it was rough, especially from a sports fandom. But I can't go from loving a person so much as a as a player, rooting for someone, to then just mere hours later hating them. Yeah. I don't know. I can't. I can't make that switch too too quickly. I don't know. I'm sure once he starts playing, that's going to be the case. But right now, the Islanders without Tavares, it's just, it's weird, and I don't like the feeling at all.
2: I I don't like it. So I, I wrote in our WhatsApp group. This is what fe- it feels like to me. So I'm again, I'm writing this piece and because I'm writing the piece, I'm having to look at it, articles and, and pictures of him with a Toronto Maple Leafs jersey. And the feeling that I'm, that I'm feeling is reminiscent from when a girlfriend has broken up with me and I was not ready to break things off. I thought things were just well and dandy and she broke it off. And I'm seeing pictures of her hanging out with, with, a, with a new person and you're like, oh, like that's the feeling I have. Its just the breakup, and I was not ready for this breakup and i I still have positive feelings towards this person, but I have that conflicting negative feelings towards that person now,
0: oh yeah, this is definitely like we're late night on Instagram, and we see a picture of our old girlfriend who is now taking a picture at a bar with somebody else and it, it's you don't know how to feel about it because you still have like you said you still have feelings for the person, but you're also mad at the person at the same time. It's very weird, but I think the breakup analogy is actually extremely on point and perfect for this.
2: Yeah. Well, that's exactly how it feels like, right? He broke it off with us, and we weren't ready for it. And how, about, how are we going to feel on February 28th when the Toronto Maple Leafs come to the Barclays Center for the first time? Would you it, have it in your heart to boo him? I... Unless something happens between then, I don't. I it's gonna. I'm not going to be booing him because I I I don't live there, so I don't. I can't frequent the Barclay, Barclay Center that frequently. I, I have a hard time feeling that he won't get booed. I oh, have no. He will. I, I think. I,
0: I definitely think he will. But I just don't know. Like if I was there, I don't know if I could physically join in on that. I don't know.
2: I don't know. I, at this point, no. But the more, the the longer it goes, and I wouldn't, I don't think I would really be upset with people if they did, depending on what comes up by between now and then, but assuming it happens tomorrow, for for example, I don't think I'd boo, but I wouldn't be upset for people booing because this leaves a really bad taste in everyone's mouths. I don't condone the burning of jerseys. That's stupid. Don't do that. Don't, if you're, if you're thinking about it, don't do it. Like no. you, you don't need the attention that bad. That's stupid. Uh, Offside Tavern will, will gladly take them from you, and they will give them to someone else. They'll probably take the numbers and and the nameplate off. But like, please, just just don't burn it. If you don't want it anymore, just give it to Offside Tavern, please.
0: Agreed. Uh,
2: or like,
0: give it to someone who I don't know. Donate it to a charity that for some you could clothe someone. Like exactly. There's better ways than than burning it. Uh, I have a John Tavares jersey. I don't know what I'm going to do with it yet. That was I have
2: framed an autograph sitting behind me. I have no idea what I'm going to do with this thing. I look like an idiot now.
0: <laughs> uh,
2: you think you get, you probably got to leave it up, right? Yeah. Well, to be fair, I have him, and then I have Gila Lafleur in a Quebec Nordiques jersey. If you know anything about Gila Lafleur, you don't associate him with the Nordiques necessarily. It's the Montreal Canadiens. So, like, you know, fair is fair. It's kind of the same thing, I guess. Uh, I...
0: This whole process was so mentally and emotionally draining mm-hmm. from Thursday, pretty much, because the last meetings were on Wednesday, right? It yeah. was two a day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Four days in a row. Islanders fans refreshing Twitter and we're hearing absolutely nothing. Nothing come out about this guy, where he was leaning or what. And... He
2: basically ghosted us yeah yeah well whether that that's a fault of, of his management i know i didn't say fault like that good on them for doing that in, in today's age that's next impossible to do to stay that radio silent for that long with nothing coming out that doesn't happen anymore look we have, like, Ryan O'Reilly. We know where Ryan O'Reilly is going the second he... Oh, no, he's coming to the Islanders, and then, boom, he's going to St. Louis. Before anything is announced. Within minutes, it changes like that. With Tavares, there's none of that. Nothing came out.
0: No, not until Staple said that he wasn't coming to the back to the Islanders, and then shortly after, Ugh. it was announced that he signed with the Leafs. I'm
2: never going to forget where I was when I saw that tweet come up. I just... Yep. Uh, It's, that's it's so, definitely one of it,
0: those, like, where were you when this happened moments.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I guess the big question now is, what now? What the heck do the Islanders do now? I don't know.
0: I know that's such a terrible answer, especially when you're in the position like where we are, where we give our opinions every single day. But I really don't know. It's still too new. It's still too fresh. Obviously, they went after uh, Ryan O'Reilly, but that didn't necessarily work out. And they may or may not have signed Phil Pula. If That could have been a flub on the website. Uh,
2: they, it was He was on their roster. Now he's off the roster. We don't know. But Just, just take a second there. There's a flub on the site. We're back to like mid-season Islanders. Like The Islanders are back into mid-season form. It was all... Positive and Danny, and then Tavares left, and the walls start crumbling. The positive foundation that Lou had built since he got here has just dissipated. It seems like they we're back to regular Islanders mode, and I, I, can't, I can't have it. I can't have it again. I, I, I've seen the good times. I can't go back to the bad times. I can't do it. We had six
0: weeks of optimism and competency, and then it reverted right back to form. Six weeks since Lamarillo was hired. Then you bring in Barry Trotz. And the last thing you really had to do, sure, you got to address a goalie situation, which hasn't happened. You had to address defense. You brought back Thomas Hickey. (laughs) Great. Um,
2: And you, most importantly, had to bring back John Tavares. Sorry. It didn't happen. That snicker wasn't fair. Like, Thomas Hickey's a good player. It's just... Everyone knows he's not going to solve the defensive problems of the Islanders. No, he's
0: what he's a third-parent guy. And look, the contract isn't terrible—two and a half million dollars for Thomas Hickey. But
2: that's a great deal for the type of player he is. That's a great deal. But yeah, sorry, go ahead.
0: No, it's just that, and finding out you signed him and Leo Komarov is not <laughs> going to move the needle on July first when you lose your franchise cornerstone player. Uh, I'm sorry.
2: It's not. It really isn't it's like. It it's not moving the needle forward It it's just it's at best staying still if not even going backwards it's not staying still it's definitely going backwards definitely because you lost an 84 point player and you've added nothing Leo Komarov great third liner at best like at best a good third liner at his average a fourth liner we have fourth liners we already have those guys we don't need more of them yeah um Yeah. So now we need centers because we have Matthew Barzell and then Brock Nelson. Sorry, he's not a center. He's not a center. And then Casey Zizekas. Casey Zizekas is the second best center on the team. And again, at best, he's a third line player. You have a gaping hole now. I mean, yeah. I, I,
0: Everywhere. I've, I've said it all along. I think Barzell can be a number one center. Yep. But after that, you got nobody no. down the middle. Case, like you said, Casey Zeke is definitely the best, second best center, which is a scary thought because he is a fourth line, maybe
2: at absolute best if everything breaks right, third line player. I think he'd be an all right third line center, but you, that's you're not going to get more out of him than that than than third line. So, uh, oh my god! So it it just i I, I apologize, everyone. It's going everywhere, but. I want to get to the notion of him not wanting to be traded. Yeah, that's a good, let's go there. Because that's that's what sticks in everyone's throat. That's the sore spot, I think, is that I don't want to be traded. What do you take from that? What that, did you take and what do you take, I should say? Okay.
0: That implies that you want to stay and sign. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why it feels like we were lied to. And all these times, how many times did he say that he wanted to stay?
2: Every time. Look at, look at Dan scenes Cerencene, encyclopedia. <laughs> that That's a, a laundry list of times he said, I want to stay.
0: I don't know. Uh, according to art, I just want to say that they did indeed sign uh, Phil Pila. Okay, great.
2: Like a great, another third liner. Awesome. He's really good at face offs. That's about it. Great. To me, it's that it really comes back to the idea that there's nothing the Islanders could have done. Again, Tavares left money on the table. The one thing that the Islanders were willing to do is go is pay at the highest. They were going to pay the most. They will they will give him a blank check. That wasn't going to do it. He left money on the table. Look, he he signed for 11 million dollars. That's a lot in the NHL. It's less than Connor McDavid, but he could have made Connor McDavid money if not more anywhere. And he didn't want to do that.
0: The Islanders offered him more money. They offered him $11.25 million. And you get the extra year. So, obviously, he would have made the most money if he stayed with the Islanders. And the difference, the thing that I will never get, and I know we're biased because we're looking at it through an Islanders lens, and we're not looking through it for his lens. But if he stayed, and if they somehow won a championship, His number was going in the rafters. Yep. He would have been guaranteed the most
2: important player after the dynasty era. And he threw it all away. But he's going to go up in the rafters in Toronto. Again, what does that mean to him? Obviously, a lot more going up. You, you, you put them side by side going up in the Raptors in New York or going up in the Raptors in Toronto. What does that mean to Toronto? Dora- how much does that mean to Tavares? It means a lot more to go up in Toronto to him, clearly. Will, will
0: he go up in Toronto though? He's if he, if he wins them a cup, years.
2: yes. If he wins them a cup, he's getting a statue outside of the, the Air Canada second, the Air Canada center. The second they win,
0: that's well, not even his team. He's gonna be playing on the second line.
2: He might be playing on the first line. It's going, to pro- it's going to be like a 1A, 1B situation. They're going to have comparable minutes, easily. Easily. And they already have some of the intangibles. Well, not some. They have one of the, the, one of the things that we don't have. Not intangibles. But one of the, 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 the positions we're looking to fill, which is a starter. They have one in Frederick Anderson. We don't have one. Sure, their defense is still just as bad as ours, I'd say. Um, but they have a starting goalie and they're Toronto like they're Toronto now that Tava- Tavares has gone there and everyone's going to go oh I can go home awesome done do you think
0: if Lou acquired Philip Grubauer things would have been
2: different no i don't think so honestly i i don't i don't think there's a thing the islanders could have done i really don't that's that's I mean, what bothers me the most, is that we could have given him money, wouldn't have mattered. We could have given him term, wouldn't have mattered. We we couldn't have given him anything. All he wanted was Toronto, the place, the geography, and there's nothing we could have done for that. Maybe if we made his time here in New York more special, maybe if it had been a better time here for those first nine years, maybe. But even then, that's a big maybe, because Toronto means so much more to him than New York does.
0: Yeah. I definitely think like Garth Snow I think definitely deserves some of the blame in this too oh, for well, not yeah, doing of course. enough to, uh, of course for not doing enough to even make it semi worthwhile for him wanting to stay uh the Islanders obviously did a lot after the fact bringing in Lou Lammerlo and Barry Trotz to try and make it an appealing place but in the end at the end of the day it wasn't enough it's the returning home to Toronto was clearly the thing that he wanted and the reason that we could make this assumption, I wouldn't even call it an assumption, its not because he tweeted in a picture
2: yeah. six minutes after he made it the announcement that he was signing with the Maple Leafs and again, from a guy who doesn't tweet he had this thing ready he had this picture ready for this he wanted this bad he wanted it so bad he had this ready for him that's not something that happens not in John Tavares' world he doesn't tweet stuff out like this, on point and on message. That's not what he does. He doesn't tweet. The fact that he had this ready proves that this is what he wanted. And it sounds like we're like conspiracy theorists in our basement going like, oh I knew it. You that we have our map of charts and like Toronto is circled in red highlighter. But like that that's what it comes down to. And that's what hurts the most, is that and I keep saying this, there's nothing we could have done to make this situation better. Maybe, maybe we could have um, we could have made things better in those first nine years. Maybe. But that's a big maybe. Again, the the geography was what was important to him. Or or if Toronto had already won a cup. If Toronto won a cup between the, the, the time he was drafted in 2009 to now, maybe the appeal wouldn't be so big. But because Toronto is still in that cup drought since, what, 1962? Is it 57 years that are going on? Yeah, 57 years, I think it is, that they haven't won a cup. That's that's the big appeal. That's the huge appeal to them. Them, people from Toronto, I would say. Like players from Toronto, Tavares clearly.
0: I guess I just won't get it because I'm I'm not Canadian, I'm not from Toronto. I I know they're an important team, original 6 team, but I I don't have that same connection that clearly he does and those yeah. fans
2: do. It's not a Toronto thing necessarily, I think. It's a hometown again. It's a loyalty thing. Tavares is a very loyal individual. He was just loyal to the Toronto Maple Leafs. That's where his loyalty was. I guess. I don't
0: know. I can't I can't say that.
2: Well, I'm saying it because it seems clear <laughs> to me. It, that's what I'm writing. It seems clear to me. His loyalty was there. It's not that he didn't respect the crest that he was wearing in the Islanders. It's just the the moment his entire career was building up to this point it seems why else did he have so, this already there's nothing the Islanders could have done because this is where he wanted to go this is what he wanted so why did he extend the first time because he was still an RFA he couldn't go in his own volition he'd have to get the team to trade him alright which it's he could have done that if he, if you really wanted to go you could have asked for a trade why don't you I don't know I may that's that's the whole of my entire logic is that he could have theoretically gone. He said, "Trade me. I only want to go to the Maple Leafs." That's a possibility, but if why he didn't did, he exercise uh, that? But why did he ask not to get traded? I don't, I don't know. That's so like okay. What could the Islanders have gotten for a trade? That I think, like they could have got a lot for it. Will and probably. Look at what <laughs> Ryan
0: O'Reilly. <said. laughs> yeah, I know. Oh. Actually, okay, this Filipula deal is actually not looking too bad for the for what it actually is. Okay, go for one it. One year, one year at 2.75 million.
2: Okay. I'll fine. take a
0: flyer on that.
2: One year, 2.75, a good third line center. Sure. It still means that Brock Nelson is now our second line center, which is a uh, Mino Minoiki. I don't I don't think they're
0: done though. Maybe I, not for today. Oh, I, I like, doubt
2: they're done. I really hope they're still involved in Carlson. And maybe this is something we can talk about on the next podcast when we record on Tuesday. Uh, I really hope they're in on Carlson. So I get,
0: that kind of answers my question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. So do you think this is a full-on rebuild, or are you still
2: trying to be competitive? I don't... It's not a rebuild. They got the they got the the picks, right? Because they got the two first round picks. They got a few picks from last year. They got Bellows. They got Taves coming up. They got Hosang and they got the the two guys this year, Wallstrom and, and Dobson. Like they have picks coming. So you don't need that necessarily. They don't have the first overall, but you know, whatever. Um they'd only need a few more things. And it, I say a few more things like that's not a lot. They still need a second line center. They still need a top pairing defenseman and they need a goal and a starting goalie. Like those are big ticket items. They're not going to get all three. They're not. Uh, no. And the goalie pickings are really <laughs> slim. Well, again, like trade. Trade is a possibility. It's just, what are you giving Ooh. up in a trade? Awesome. Yeah. Like if, uh. if you're moving anything, you're moving those prospects... And like bad roster players, but bad roster players don't have a good return because they're bad roster players. Exactly. Like Brock Nelson isn't going to yield a lot. Probably not. Probably not. So I don't know. I th- I think they they have to get a starter, unless they throw Linus Soderstrom in there, and I and I, I don't I don't want to do that unless magically I'm wrong. But they just I I there's too much risk there for me, and I'm I'm very risk averse. But, yeah, that
0: is a huge risk. Like, I th- eventually maybe he could be the guy, but that feels like so risk. Like, it almost feels like you're giving up on the season if you're going to say, "All right, let's go in with Soderstrom and Grice as our goalie tandem."
1: Yeah,
2: I I completely agree. So, my biggest thing here is is not necessarily that whatever insults someone might take out of this, because you you could you could do that. Um, it's not why he chose to go, it's what does this mean for us going forward? And not just in terms of the roster itself, but the appeal, the destination. Like, we were just talking about the other day, whereas, whereas Panarin was looking at the Islanders thinking, well, not thinking, but rumored to to see it as, as an appealing destination. Is that the case now, when your franchise player is like, I'm good, thanks? No. I don't even want to take your money?
0: No, it's it's... It just shows that kind of what we thought all along. With how many
2: teams, or how many players, rather, have the Islanders on their no-trade list? They were the third highest no-trade team uh, in the league last two years ago, at least. Well, yeah, two years ago when Craig Cousins was still working for ESPN. Like that—that's—that's <sighs> that's back. That's back now. It wasn't the case just yesterday. Not even. Last week. And now it's back. The Islanders are no longer a destination. And, and, and maybe that changes. Maybe that changes just as quickly. You know, we, we bring. let's say we bring in Carlson. That changes quickly. But you, you look at it now and you think, there's none of that, that, that intangible appeal of the marketplace is no longer there. Because the star player decided, I'd rather go home.
0: I'm going to go back to the breakup analogy. Yeah.
2: With... With uh, the Carlson thing.
0: I'm afraid to give up a lot for Carlson because I feel like he's just <laughs> going to leave after a year anyway. And yeah. our heart's going to be broken again. So I'm like the one who's too fresh out of a relationship
2: to get back in. One, He's going to be gonna our rebound. And it's not going to work because it's just a rebound. Yeah. Yeah. I, f- I feel the same way. I-, I hear you. I completely agree with that analogy because, again, he's got a one-year deal. Why would he want to stay? He's going to get wooed. He's going to get dined. He's going to be going get... through the whole same thing next year. Exactly. No, thanks.
0: Ju- June and July of 2019 on Eyes on Isles, we'll be talking about Eric Carlson meeting with six different teams in some office in God knows where. Yeah. And then we'll be sitting there waiting, refreshing Twitter all day long again and again, and then he's
2: going to leave. Breaking hearts. Oh, this sucks. I feel so bad for everyone. It, like, Including myself Because I'm a mess right now Um I don't know how to end this I don't think there's a positive way to end this Um It really sucks I don't know where else to go with this I don't I don't I'm sorry everyone This sucks This sucks If you're listening to this And you're driving on the highway Or the freeway Whatever you guys call it in the states Roll down your window And just shout Just shout Someone might look at you weird But you need to get this out You need to vent Because It's not going to be good to to hold it back. No. I kind of did that, and I wanted to bring it up at some point,
0: so I think I'm going to now. I kind of did that last night on Periscope. (laughs) Probably not one of my more wiser decisions on Twitter, but somehow, like, at one point, there's like over 400 people watching at one point. I think it's... I logged off Twitter. I... Deleted the app on my phone because I just can't. I can't take it. I needed to take a couple days. This is one of those things like you can't. I can't listen to sports radio. I got. I just got to get away for a couple days. Yeah. Um. But that's some like this. Talking about it in the form of a podcast. Talking about it on Periscope. Either how dumb that was, but whatever. That's my outlet. So I guess my advice is find the outlet that works best for you and vent your frustrations and. Yeah, it's going to be a bitch to get over and it might never truly be something that you get over, but eventually like they they're going to play come October. The Islanders are going to be playing hockey again. So yeah. we're going to have to get over this eventually bef- before that time and I don't know. I'm I'm this is more of like an Islanders therapy session. Yeah. So I I don't know if I can necessarily give you the advice like As a doctor, because I'm kind of the patient too in this, so I'm trying to do the best I can. So I understand that probably my analogies aren't making a ton of sense, but I'm just trying to help.
2: With all this being said, I own a Toronto Blue Jays baseball hat, and I don't feel like supporting anything Toronto-related anymore. Uh, Even though I'm going there in a week for my brother's bachelor party to watch the Blue Jays against the, uh, the Yankees. Um, nice. Yeah, it's going to be good. But I don't feel like supporting the Toronto Blue Jays or anything Toronto. So I'm, I, I'm starting to get into baseball. I need a new baseball team. You I'm, like misery. Sign up with the Mets, baby. Okay. need more fans. Okay. Maybe maybe I'll just do that. I'll, I'll look for anyone. Hit me up on Twitter. Pitch me as to why I should cheer for your team. That's You're a free you. agent. I'm That's a free fan. agent baseball fan. The only reason I have that a Toronto Blue Jays hat is my brother bought it for me because they went to the what is it they they made a deep run in the playoffs, and that was important for Canada. I don't really care. I didn't care about baseball then, so I'm getting into it slowly.
0: okay i'm a I'm a baseball guy. I would definitely don't be a Mets fan. <laughs> if, if anything, be a Yankees fan because they're going to be ridiculous for the next five years. I don't, yeah, I
2: don't I don't want to get invested just to win necessarily cuz it seems like the wrong thing to get get invested in. I want to follow something for some reason. Aren't you guys paying a guy like a million dollars a year for no for no reason whatsoever right now?
0: Oh, the Bobby Bonilla thing. Yeah. Okay, uh, so that it's, it's a whole thing. Every year, every July 1st up until 2030
2: something, he's getting a million dollars. Oh my god, that's so bad! Oh, I love it. That there's history, there's cult, there there's something behind that. I like that. I like and that.
0: Just to give you the heads up, the last time Bobby Bonilla played in the major leagues was two thousand one. And the last <laughs> time he with the Mets, the last time. Hold on, it gets better. Last time he played for no. the Mets was nineteen ninety
2: nine. I love it. Oh, I think I got it. I think that's my team. That's. <laughs> Oh the misery! Oh my! That's why I'm sorry.
0: I'm sorry. (laughs) I know this is an Islander. This is an Islanders podcast, but a lot of Islander fans are like me, and also are Jets Islanders and Mets fans.
2: Like the Uh, the second, the quote unquote second teams in New York. Football isn't my thing. I mean, you're not going to get me on football. We
0: take a lot of crap, and this was this is up there in one of my worst sports moments, and. If you're listening and you're also a Jets Islanders Mets fan like me, I just know I feel you. I'm going through the same exact thing. If you are a lucky one who likes either the Yankees or the Giants, I still feel bad for you, but not as bad because you still have had some success. Yeah. We got nothing. A
2: whole lot of nothing.
0: I, this was just one of those things like, you know, those like, this is why we can't have nice things memes. Like, that's what I was just feeling all day. Like, yeah, we had, yeah, we have Lou. Yeah, we have Trots, but. At the end of the day, you don't get your star player, so it's... Why can't we just have everything work out for once?
2: Yeah, of course. Okay, can we end it? Can we end it? Yeah, this this was rough. This is really rough. Sorry, everyone. This sucks. We feel you. It... The worst part about this is there's nothing we could have done, and that's awful. It's just nothing, and that... I think Tavares is is going to turn heel. He's not going to want to turn heel. That's not his thing. But the way this went down, it leaves a bitter taste in my mouth. And that's not beer number eight going through. Like that's just, it doesn't taste good. And I'm sure there's more that's going to come out. That's just not going to end well. This this oh, it's not good so far. I don't think it's going to get any better.
0: No, I'm right. I'm right there with you. This this sucks. So that was this was a tough episode to get through. I know like content-wise it probably wasn't one of our better shows, but I think it was something that we had to do. And mm-hmm. if you're listening to this, you're probably going through the same things we are, so we hope we helped you in some way get some sort of grasp or understanding of what's happening. At but the
2: very least solidarity. At the very least we all feel the same way. Uh <sighs>
0: we'll here I know Mitch's Live from Canada, so here in the United States, uh, Wednesday is July 4th, Independence Day, so we'll not be recording live. We're going to do it instead on Tuesday. And Mitch, by the way, I wanted to wish you a happy Canada Day, because I know you. that's July 1st. That's today. Um, I'm sorry that yours didn't go that great. <laughs> um, But we will be back on Tuesday with a lot to talk about and... That's it. I don't know what else. I don't know what else to say Mitch.
2: Hopefully with some better players and we'll we'll see you and hugs to everyone. We are we all need it right now.
0: All right. We're all in this together, guys. <laughs> you, you've been listening to the Eyes on Isles podcast. We'll talk to you on Tuesday.